Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the BTS Bubble. Today, we have a very special guest that I'm so excited. Um, and before I will introduce our amazing guest, I will just give a br brief backstory of who I am in case there is new listeners. So my name is Norea, and I am the one that has this podcast. And I am a tarot reader, and I make analysis uh, on BTS, and I have this podcast, and I do a bunch of things. And uh, I am a Take Cook and Hope Min supporter, and an OT7. Um, so yeah, that was just like quick facts about me. And during the episode, I have made episode notes. So if you want to follow along, you can do that with them. And they will be published on my Patreon. And I will also publish it publicly for this episode. But now to the main event for the podcast for this episode. Welcome. Are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm sorry. It was my cue. Y Hello. Yes. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. So can you just, like, I don't know your name, I realized. So what's your name? Um, My name is Giyu. I do go by Giyu, not in everyday life. It's not my real name. Mm -hmm. um, but it's what we're going to call you here. Yeah, sure. You can use that. My actual name is kind of hard to pronounce because it's Greek, of course. Because, Let me try. Uh, since I'm Greek. And uh, it literally translates to freedom in Japanese. Oh. GU means freedom in Japanese. My name means freedom in Greek. How, it it how, is freedom. What is your name in Greek then, if you want to say? Oh, it's Eleftheria. Wait, wait, wait. Eleftheriera. <laughs> You're quite close. Elfiera. Elfiera. <laughs> eh? Eh? Lef. Les. It, with, with an F. E F. L L F. Yeah. Fe. Fe. Ria. Eleferia. Yeah, kinda. That was that was close. That was very close. Eleferia. Yeah, in, Eleferia. in a Greek accent it's supposed to sound Eleferia. Like Eleferia, yeah. <laughs> Eleferia, okay. Um kind and so I can call you both Eleferia and Giu. You can use GU for now. GU, okay, then it's GU. So welcome, you. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, can we just first begin, like, just background facts, like who, how old are you? Kind of like you don't need to say a specific age, okay. but like, okay, of course. I'm. I just turned twenty-two. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, yes, what, you can go. No, no. What do you work with? Like, what do you? I don't work yet. I'm a university student. I uh, study oceanography and marine biosciences. Oh my god, that's so cool. Uh, not really. <laughs> that's no? very, very far away from art. It's nice. It's interesting. I get to learn about the ocean and fish and marine life in general, ocean mechanics. I, th I think it's cool because ocean is a very like a subject that isn't very it's quite you know, known to the world actually it is and i have always been fascinated that we know more about space than the ocean oh so, yeah we I do mean, that, that's actually true we do know more about space than the ocean 
So I, I think it's cool. It is. It, it is cool, but it's quite difficult. I mean, there's a lot of maths and I hate it. Okay. <laughs> then I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'm, I don't, I, <laughs> then I'm out. No, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. I can handle it. Good. Um, so I think we we're going to we're going to talk about your art, um, and I will begin to ask you, how did you begin your journey with art? It all started, or no, actually that's a bad start. <laughs> I used to draw a lot when I was a kid, but it was like you know childish doodles mostly. Mm. And uh, things that did not really make sense back then. It was, I was just a kid. But then in 2016, if I'm correct, yeah, around 2016, I started watching anime. Most of mm -hmm. us started art with anime. Yeah. And, uh, I began drawing anime characters then. And I started making my own. And uh, around 2019, I... Uh, I took a long break, and that's when I got into K-pop at first. Okay. And, uh, I found BTS. Actually, I didn't find them. I finally became a fan. Mm -hmm. I started uh, making their portraits out of nowhere. And uh, now I find a lot of meaning in that, and I keep doing it. That's amazing. Yeah, so... I, I go on. <laughs> but So you could say that you're like your journey with art began before you were an army yeah okay so when you started with art and everything did you have a specific artist that you look up to i did i uh -huh. it was there was an artist who made videos on youtube i think he still does it's lao van i think mm -hmm. and um he was a big inspiration for me back when I was drawing anime. I don't watch him a lot now, but uh, and right now there are not there's not any artists that I specifically look up to and I want to become like them or yeah. like have their art style. I do believe everyone needs to have their own in a way. Yeah, it's okay to look up to, of course. It's mm. okay to have goals. It's very nice. But I don't think I can name one because there are a lot of artists that I actually admire. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So when you like, how have you felt that uh, like with art, it's, it's like, it's a big part of your life perhaps. And how do you feel that that affects your life, like your everyday life? Oh, it does affect my everyday life a lot. Like oh. I don't draw for four days, five days, I think I will start feeling anxious. And mm. that, I don't think I actually start feeling anxious. It's um, it's become a part of me. It has grown into me. And um, I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. Uh, I do find comfort in art and it's a coping mechanism for now. Ah, so Not you could say that like, like your art in your life has a bigger meaning than just like the image on the paper like it's it's more yeah. to it than that it's, it's like a... way more than that okay so when you you post your art on social media mm -hmm. and uh, maybe not all your art i'm not sure mm -hmm. um but 
how like what is the do you have a purpose with your art is it something that you want like is it a message with your art or is it just what you're feeling in the moment kind of it's kind of like a combination between the two mm-hmm. like i don't have um uh, <clears throat> my i'm sorry i'm still a bit sick it's okay Oh. Well, it's not okay that like I, I don't. Of course, it's not fun that you're sick, but like it's I okay that you're. Don't, don't worry. Um, how to say? When I post something on Instagram, because that's where I post, mm-hmm. I don't really do it. I, I I've never done it for the likes. I don't. I don't have that in mind, and okay. I don't judge one of my artworks based on how much reach it got. I mm-hmm. that's definitely not the issue. Um. What I mostly do, do wanna. I I want to convey a message. I want to send a message. I, there's always a message in my art, but I don't want to say directly. Okay. I mean, whoever cares to find out, they eventually will. And but mainly, I do want to express my feelings because I don't think there is another way for me to express my feelings. I'm not good with words, so as I said before, it's my biggest coping mechanism. So, if I understand it correctly, you mean that like uh, when you post your art, you have a specific purpose of it, like a meaning for you for yourself with the art. But then when you post it, it's up to everyone else to like what they think and what it means yeah. for them. I cannot really bring the feeling to someone else that easily. Mm. And um, it's as I said, I. I do convey what I want to convey, but that's up to others how they get it. Mm. But that's that's exactly what art is. Like art mm-hmm. is very subjective, and it's up to like the the artist itself could have one meaning about an art piece, but then when people look at it, they can feel an entirely different thing. Yeah, as I, as I usually say, art is a own personality the way we make it and give it to other people oh that's 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 well said yeah that's a quote i use a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. i like it that's um yeah so with your art do you you said that you uh you're all for like um creating your own kind of art style but if you would if you would explain your art style in like about three words how would you describe it that's kind of a tough question um you don't have to answer if it's tough you could say one no, or no, 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 like... fine. uh i definitely use the word melancholy mm-hmm. because my pieces are quite melancholic i mean they're they're usually tears or flowers that represent maybe sadness or love mm-hmm. another word i'd use is Nostalgia, mm-hmm. trying to reach something that you can't anymore, and it's just a memory for you. Mm-hmm. And also identity, identity. I think that's a good word because yeah. there's always a part of myself in every single one of my drawings, and I like it that way. So I- even though you paint, for example, Taeyang, there's still you like project the parts of you into that drawing. Exactly. Yeah, to hear yeah. my news, I don't think there's another way to describe it. There, are, it's more than words, actually. Mm, 
but I think that was good said. But how how when you create like how do you create your art? Is you do you use like digital or, or traditional charcoal, watercolor, oil? What is your medium of choice? My main medium is uh, is pencils. I mean, mm -hmm. use mechanicals and uh, regular pencils. Mm -hmm. uh, I also love ink. Mm -hmm. I use that quite often as well. Uh, I don't do watercolor yet. I want to learn, but it's way out of my time limit. And uh, I used to do digital, but I kind of dropped it because I don't have the time to improve for it, I think. I mean, I can I can still do something, but mm. I don't have time to devote for it because digital art needs devotion. Yeah. But I have very <laughs> many artists that do both. But doesn't it also, like, traditional art need, like, for me, as I, I paint on uh, a tablet, so I, I, I feel like I could never paint, like, in real life. But how would you say, like, is it easier for you to, like, do you feel more connected when you draw by hand? Um, look, for me, nothing beats paper. Mm. Like... Digital is very impressive and I love it. And I mm. also want to invest on an iPad sometime in the future mm. for money. Mm. But I don't think it can ever surpass paper because you can lose yourself in paper somehow. Like you can you can press the pencil more when you're angry. Well, on the tablet, you cannot do that. I mean, of no. course, everyone has their own preferences and I'm yeah. not judging anything. And I, I cannot really say that it's easier because it might be easier for me, but it's not to other people. Okay, but that's um, I like that. So, what when like how when you create your art? How does it look like? How does your process look? Do you sketch first and then color, or like how does your entire art process work? Oh, that's chaotic. <laughs> that's chaotic. <laughs> um. It looks ugly at first, in my eyes. Mm. There's always lines and lines and lines and more lines made. Mm. Not, not with a ruler or something. I always do it by hand. Mm. Especially when I use the proportions, since I mostly do portraiture. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's really chaotic until I start putting the first shades. Until it starts coming into place bit by bit. Yeah. And so, uh, it's it was what we say trust the process. Like eventually, yeah. it starts coming to place and it looks quite decent. But what part do you like the most? Do you like like is it the first initial sketching or is it adding the details? What what do you like the most? Um, details definitely. Like yeah, the first sketch is the hardest part because if that doesn't work out, then hmm, something. Uh, everything can go wrong because it's the start. So it's the most difficult and hardest part for me. Um, mm -hmm. The shading is, is quite nice. It can be relaxing, especially when I don't rush. I, I really love it. That's the best part for me. Okay. I, I've said it a lot of times, especially to my friends, that I hate drawing hair. It's the worst for me. It's just, oh my God, there's nothing to it. There's nothing to hair. I don't know. I hate I drawing love drawing hair. hair. But I have to do it. Oh yeah, maybe because you do it digitally. <laughs> maybe, I hate I hate drawing eyes. Really? 
Yeah, I can't We're stand that. We're like, opposite from on that. <laughs> I mean, if I could choose, I would cover up all eyes. Like, no eyes. Like, no, just no eyes. <laughs> like, I love hair because it's just, it, it, it feels like you can just flow with the pencil. But now I do abstract art. So that's nice. Like, I don't do realism in that way. But like, when it comes to eyes, I get so frustrated. Oh my God. <laughs> We're the completely opposite in that. So you love drawing eyes? I love drawing eyes. I, I draw eyes like in the middle of a lesson if I'm bored. Oh my god. There are eyes drawn all over my uh my notebooks. Well, we're different <laughs> and that's completely okay. <laughs> um and when you create your art, you said it's like a chaotic process, but do you have any preferences like when you're creating like what environment you want to like to do it during nighttime or daytime or like is it whenever wherever like what is your oh. preference there um i don't have a specific place i mean mm -hmm. my desk is usually the the best option mm -hmm. i do like drawing at the beach but that requires day and i'm more of a night owl okay yeah uh nighttime is the best time for me since I can devote time to myself finally after all chores during the day. Ah, uh, mm. yeah. And the mood, so, mm, a mood. Let's say I do like a calm mood. I always draw with music on, unless uh -huh. I'm like outside with a lot of people. But yeah. It's... So, are are you someone like when you're frustrated, you take that out in? painting or is it more that you try to calm yourself down maybe with painting not, not always i mean these are some situations but not always i oh. just draw whenever okay yeah. so in the art world which is very big very wide and there's a bunch of different things that goes on do you have any pet peeves oh of course i do <laughs> tell them tell them my biggest pet peeve is when people complain about not getting likes and breach. Uh, I used to do that, so I kind of hate myself for it too. But I stopped when I just realized that it doesn't matter. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing matters on that part. You draw for yourself. You have to learn and draw for yourself, not for the likes. I get yeah. it that it might be a confidence boost for some people. But I yeah. honestly... I hate when I see people just giving up on something because it doesn't reach where they where they want to. Like most most painters, most famous painters became famous after they died. Mm. That's the biggest sign. So I I really hate when people rely on a platform and uh, get sad because it doesn't get them where they want to. And it, like. Likes and followers do not determine your talent and your effort. That's no. that's like that's common logic. And I love I, that you're I saying would like that. people to see that more. Because I absolutely agree with you, and I love that you're bringing this up. Because when you are like, art is art, and when yeah. you're creating art, you no matter if it's like music or dance or uh, paintings or whatever when you are creating art you should like your initial first place should be out of passion yes of course and people lose no. passion when they uh, care about likes and stuff 
exactly because when you are passionate about something and you do it because you feel like it brings something to you and for the people that you share it with then you will automatically someday get followers that will feel nice to you but if you're constantly posting art because you want people to like it and follow you then it will get like mixed up because it doesn't work that way yeah like sometimes i personally think like oh my god i haven't posted in a while now mm. my reach is gonna be terrible no i post whenever i want to i post whenever i feel like drawing something nice if i rush it the outcome is not gonna be good i'm gonna be frustrated later there's a mm. lot of reasons not to not to post just for reach and for your more for yourself Mm. Like, do it for yourself i will keep screaming it until every last person hears it draw yeah. for yourself paint for yourself no one else i love that because it's it's very admirable that you you're talking about this because me as a creator i struggle with this a lot i am a like i i feel bad when i haven't like i have a patreon and i post like Terror readings, analysis, I post fanfics, fan art, whatever. And when I haven't done that in a while, I get anxiety and I cry. I'm like, they will think that I'm not doing anything. They will think that I don't want to share anything. They, like, I get this, like, just you anxiety. You do it for yourself. I do it for myself, but sometimes it's hard to, when you're in it, it's hard to, like, remember, like, because... The, here's the thing all of your followers or admirers or whatever they will support you even if you don't post in two weeks yes of course everyone anyone who wants to support you will do it anyway yes so forcing people and say like i'm not getting any followers it's like if they want to they will do it i mean mm. if you whine if somebody if somebody whines it becomes honestly a little bit annoying for yeah. me i don't know yeah. I agree. Yeah. And mostly like, it's people like who it's does it has issue with themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It means that you're not satisfied with it either. Mm. Well, if you're happy with what you create, then you don't care what others think. Mm. And that's like that's kind of like the rule of life. Like I am a very I I am very, you know, hippie in my mind. Like I I read all this like um, meditation books and manifestation books and everything and the thing is that when it comes to life in general when you know when you have no resistance it will come but when when you build up resistance it won't come and that's with everything like and for example it's with art if you just like lower the resistance and focus on why you're actually doing it then you will get what you want but you can't get what you want if you want to get what you want like it's very mixed like it goes against each other but i i love what you're saying yeah thank you thank you and you're right as well i agree with you a hundred percent so when you then we were going to talk about your favorite piece and my favorite piece of yours of your paintings and like, first of all, before we do that, I want to say I had such a hard time 
<laughs> I like I looked through all of your posts and I was like oh this and I I, I remember I saved all those that I felt like was stood out to me more and I had over nine posts saved and I was like okay so now I'm just going to narrow it down I guess and it was so so hard because there were so many so many that I loved in so many different ways and I was like oh I want to talk about all of them but so it was hard you made it hard for me <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's okay. I forgive you. Um, but do you want to start with yours that you have chosen or mine? You can decide. Um. Sure. Uh. We can start with uh yours if you'd mm -hmm. like. So I chose the one that you uh, made of Te Cook with the Yon Tanenbaum. Yes. And I the reason why I chose this was. Because first of all, it's very, very like it's it has such a pure energy to it. Like it's just complete cuteness and love. Like for, for me, like that's what I see when I see like when I look at it. And I just love the fact that you also put Yang Cook with Yontan and Tiang with Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because it really it it's kind of like you could see how natural it is and I just I adore it it's so and of course like I as much as I love they cook Bam and Yontan are the cutest <laughs> because oh my god it was like I expected oh. that you chose that honestly was, what did you say that was quite unexpected I didn't I didn't think you would choose that one because I, I, I doubt anyone would choose that because it was my first time drawing dogs. I love it. I think I, I mean I think the dogs are the best part of the of the painting. Like I, I love of course uh, Teku, but like I they're so cute and they're so awesome. <laughs> I love them. Thank so you. I just and I I love the way you painted these like little hearts kind of to like symbolize for me the love and when I watched it, when I look at this painting, and I want to say that also, if you have, like, for you who listen, if you have the episode notes in front of you, you will see the pictures. But it's also, despite that this picture is so, like, lovey-dovey and soft, there is, I feel like there's a hint of sadness, kind of like this is something they can't show us. Perhaps. So, Perhaps right. so that so that part also like affects me. So, but I I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I wanted to give a feeling of having a family and uh, protection. Mm. And I can say that you definitely portray that amazingly. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot to me. And then the picture that you chose. Let's talk about that. That was the safe option for me to choose. Uh, I don't really have a favorite drawing because I have a favorite drawing in every category in my mind. Like, okay. I have a favorite piece for those terms. Another piece, mm. different terms for different reasons. Like, I have another no. favorite piece for uh, that has color in it, for example. Mm. Another piece for, like, flowers. Another piece for, like, uh, blood sometimes because I... Mm. I Blood sometimes, yeah, but um, it's 
But yeah, this was the safest option because I cannot forget how I was feeling when I was drawing it. Because I love the outcome, both in the hands, the face, the feeling, the tear, the flower. It has a lot of, it might be small. I mean, in the picture, it compared to the pen, it's quite, quite small. Mm-hmm. But I, I still love it no matter what. I felt so satisfied when I was drawing this. It's like I put my heart into it. I, I always do, but this one, I feel like it shows. So what emotion did you have when you created this? Uh, if you want to say. I was, I was kind of feeling not abandoned, but I, I do like, feel sometimes that for no reason at all it's just my mind playing games that not that I'm lonely it's not Mm. lonely but that goes to being sad and your mind fucking you up sometimes Mm. but the hands show that you want to hide from everything and Mm. uh, the flower has its own meaning I usually put roses on my drawings at Lily's too but this time I chose a little because it conveys it conveys more purity, mm. and uh, I wanted to have that flower on this drawing. I mean, if I look at your drawing, in that drawing of the thing, I can see that like there is, um, of course, the sadness with the tears and everything, but also I can see like I don't. This is just how I view it. There's a lot of strength in that picture because this, like, he's still standing there. His eyes are still open, even though he's crying. Yeah. And he is protecting himself, but he's also open for, like, growing. And also, like, the symbolism of the flower, which is, like, one of the most biggest symbols of, like, how to, like, how we are growing and we die and we grow again like the seeds like everything so i I really i I love this painting because it does show that he is still very strong or you in the like the emotion in this is very strong and very brave i would like to say thank you and i'm quite impressed sometimes people see more in my drawings than i do and maybe that happens by accident maybe i do convey more than i want to convey in a drawing like, Maybe. as you said, he's crying, but his eyes are still open and he's protecting himself, but he also wants to feel loved. Hmm. And that is like, so... that is also because if you want to feel loved, then you have to get able to be heartbroken. Like, and this painting really does represent that he is someone that is willing to experience the tragedies of life to be able to live the fullest loving life and I think you really like that's what I see from this painting so I think it's beautiful thank you thank you so much and also when I looked at all your art like all your art on Instagram I loved do you know what I love the most about your art no no the tears (laughs) I mean it might be so many tears no I, I love them Really? I I love the tears. Like Thank I you. I was I wanted to pick a, a, a picture with tears because it like I I I don't know if that's like 
me who is strange, but I mean, I just think it's so, it represents like, for example, this would be very strange, but in tarot, uh, water represents, you know, emotions and love and everything. And to have that, the tears come from our eyes, which is our vision that takes in our surroundings. And it's kind of like a cleanse from, like tears is your body and soul cleansing itself. And I just think it's, I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And it's amazing how much you see from one single drawing. Like, thank you so okay. much. I'm, I'm quite shocked. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I I love it. Um, but if you like, when it comes to um, your art, do you ever feel that there's something that you would like to change? Like, do you go back and look at it and it's like, oh, I want to redo this or something? I do feel sometimes that my skill is leaving me. <laughs> okay. Like, how did I do that? Like, I look back at my drawings quite often. Mm -hmm. I, I, I asked myself, how did I do that? I cannot do this again. But that's not true because I do say that for the ones that I did like last week or something. Um, and I will keep saying that for the new ones I make. Okay. There's, there, that, that's a loop I cannot change. I, I will always question myself, how the hell did I do that? Yeah. that's also maybe that's a part of your journey as an artist because we all have different journeys and lessons in life and maybe that is something that just is a part a part of your journey and maybe it's something that also affects that you will that the able that you can create this beautiful art yeah. is because you have that in you like personally i i cannot see an improvement in the in the past um, couple of months or like half a year or more than half a year but not entirely a year mm. but uh my friends constantly tell me that you did not do this back then you didn't mm. like for example i used to draw enormous lashes like mm. but as i kept doing it the lashes became more i don't know they they were more fitting mm. i still do it but it's not that it's not too much it used to be too much for me Okay. more into place they they fit more i i still draw lashes i love lashes <laughs> but if you then talk like you say that your art isn't like you feel like it isn't maybe getting better also the only one who can judge if it gets better is you i do agree with that yeah because I, I've, I've gotten better since like 2016 of course i have but yeah, it takes me a while to realize it, that's all. Because I think that you as an artist, for me, I of course I could see uh, differences between your latest post and your first post, because that's normal. Like that's with course. singers, you can hear their first song and their latest song, and you will hear changes in their voice. But I think that when, uh, when you say that you don't feel maybe the change, I think that you as an artist thinks you see your art so much more differently than we who are fans of your art so i think that's really interesting thank you thank you and i don't really judge the improvement the, i don't see the growth based on my first post only like i do that like once a year 
Mm. But it, I try to see the improvement through like um, between five or six posts or something. Mm. And also, also the improvement can be like it can also be measured by how did you feel because Maybe. sometimes like the even though of course you get maybe better at techniques or whatever there's still this feeling of how your journey as yourself like a person changes because that is also affects your art so you can't if you take for example someone that is a um, new parent like they recently had gotten a child mm-hmm. that art will be different from the art when their grandchildren is born because their souls have been through different journeys and they have been ha- all these different things in life has affected them so of course the art will change but maybe it's also for the better exactly exactly you're right and I love the way you're using examples I I always feel like I'm so like the majority of, thank you so much because the majority of my podcast episode is me like does this make sense am I making mm-hmm. sense because of I feel like sense. because I always I, I I talk about these all different things and I like I end up somewhere else and I'm like where was I did I make sense am I like or am I too loose in the connections but I'm I'm happy that you that you that you like can follow along with my very messy follow i'm understanding everything you're saying and i totally agree with your point of view thank you um and then now we will jump into like the last segment of this episode okay great and that is like some fun questions about your art which isn't like maybe as deep or what i should say but more like a yeah bit, you know <laughs> so first in your art do you prefer dark or light colors definitely dark colors dark. i do like uh having a high contrast mm-hmm. um not layers but consider the the paper i use mm-hmm. sometimes it's gray sometimes i use white paper i do like having a high contrast i I like using highlights i like using dark shadows Mm. it basically seems on each one of my drawings so they're like vivid like very strong yeah Mm. i don't really sketch light sketches that makes sense it makes sense i understand (laughs) thank you um and then do you like sexy or cute art Oh, definitely sexy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have a reason for that, too. What like, is the reason? Cuteness is way more... It has a wider spectrum mm. in emotions. Like, you can feel love. You can feel tenderness. You can feel sweetness. You can you can find the comfort more easily. While in the sexy part, there is a more raw emotion hidden mm the art that you don't really see every in, in, in everyday terms in everyday life mm. and mm. I do enjoy it more because it brings out a deeper side from from you from from the one who did it maybe mm. and yeah well cute is always acceptable and I love it cute is 
cute art is more everyday. Cute, cute mm. art. I think I'm losing my words. <laughs> no, but I I agree with you because sexy art is like the art like sen sensuality and erotica or eroticism. The words are diff difficult here. None of us are native uh, English speakers, so <laughs> but like yeah. But, but I, I mean, I understand you. Don't worry. But er eroticism and uh, sensuality, those are such a like worldwide. Like people will identify with that emotion easier than a cute emotion because cute can, as you said, be like it can be between friends, and that love can be between your grandparent or your colleague like it could be a bunch of different things but when it comes to sexy art it brings out that as you said inner raw emotion that all of us have as like primal beings like yeah we are animals so that that emotion is so much easier like applicable in in to like connect because it's something that isn't as often like you know mm -hmm. difficult because of course there is like different levels of sexiness in art and there is of course everyone has different ways of seeing it but as a whole it is probably easier to identify with that and like the artist can easier prevail this their emotion and it will be perceived the same mm. That's point of view, and yeah, I do agree with that as well. <laughs> so, if we then jump, like, if you would describe your art style as an animal, which animal would you choose? Hmm, that's one mm, difficult question. An animal? There are so many. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> okay, can I use two? Yes. Okay. The first one would be in terms of in terms of the process, I would choose mm. a black panther since it's, it's my favorite animal. Huh? Which uh can seem beautiful on the outside, but inside it there's like chaos. It's a wild animal. Mm. Like my 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 process, <laughs> which as I said before is, is chaotic. Mm. And um, another, in terms of the growth, I would choose a blue whale. Okay. Which is the largest animal in the world. And it moves so slowly and it grows so old. Mm. The whales can, uh, can live up to 100 years almost like humans do. I didn't know that. Oh, well, I, I said that I study oceanography, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, that's cool. Learning interesting facts today. <laughs> that's really cool. But, like, I, I can understand completely what you're saying about the Black Panther and the Blue Whale, because when you have, as you said, the Black Panther, there is, like, from the outside, very gracious movements, and it looks very effortlessly. Yeah. But in the mind, as you said, it is chaotic, and there is, like... It can black out and it's like messy and like blurry, but on the outside it looks very beautiful when it like runs and climbs, like it's just perfect. Yeah, black panther, black panthers are predators, and 
wild and can be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that I think that explains a lot. Mm. And the blue whale also, you said it was slow, yes, but also think about how big it is. Like, and yeah. if you take like now, I don't know, like, but like, imagine all the food that gets into a blue whale. It's imagine not that. that. Not if, that. If, if that is your art, imagine all the visions and inspirations that you will receive in this like big belly, because then you will have like a bunch of. Of course, it is. It will take a long time to process everything because there is so much to process, and maybe you, as an artist, is very emotional, and then all those emotions need to be processed, and you can't hurry that. Like you can't. Like I don't know about blue waves, but like I don't know if they hurry. Like <laughs> I don't know. But they're moving quite slow. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's of course maybe it's slow, but that doesn't mean. That can also be a good thing. Yeah, and yeah, I and also because we cannot really comprehend how large blue whales are. They're they are huge. They're freaking huge, and seeing it from another point of view, I cannot really comprehend myself how huge is the process I've made. That's Definitely. the comparing I like to use because in your like if you if you would say that you're the blue whale you would see it like as that's just your life like that's just who you are not me like, not me the art <laughs> okay so the art so yeah. let, let's say that the art is the blue whale the art is just like on paper it's just like it's ink and it's like you know powder and paper and everything but when it if you don't look at for example your art or the whale outside it's so much bigger but when you actually touch it it isn't but it is like i don't know it's like uh, a blue way is flowing slowly through the sea and i'm laying on top of it and i'm riding through life on a blue i love way. that so it's like i'm going through life with my art that's amazing yeah it's um I, I just, it hasn't been long, a long time since I thought about that, but I think it is that way to me. I, I don't yeah. think I could describe it in a better way. <laughs> oh, but I, I love it. I love it. Maybe you're the black panther that stands on top of the whale. You could say that. That's another interesting point of view. Wow. Food for thought. <laughs> um, and if we then jump from the blue whale and the black panther, do you have a song that would describe your art style? A song? Perhaps I, I, I could use my favorite songs at mm -hmm. the moment. Um, they're quite unknown. My favorite song is called Million by uh, SMNM featuring Compulsive. Uh, quite unknown. Okay. They, they're not. Like I don't recognize it. Artists, but mm -hmm. I can send you a message with that if you want. I love this song because it hits the right place in my heart, mm -hmm. and uh, but I rarely listen to it while I draw because it just holds too much. Uh. Another song I love, and I've recently um, discovered is "Faith" by The Weeknd. 
I think we all know the weekend. Mm. And uh, uh, one more song is called uh, "Back to You" by Time Cup 1983, if I'm correct. Okay. And there's a there's a lyric in the song that says, "I'm searching for the parts of me I know you stole." And uh-huh. I think I've used that quote in some drawings. I, I, I think it's definitely one, but I don't remember if, remember if I've used it before. But yeah, this song just holds so much. And I usually draw lyrics and not by entire songs. Sometimes. Uh-huh. Sometimes I've used entire songs. But yeah, I can think of a million songs. So I cannot yeah. just choose one. I love that. I will need to check out the songs, but I don't because I don't think I have heard any of them. Yeah, I don't I will... remember them, so I will send you a message <laughs> if you'd like. Perfect. Um, and then if you would explain your art as a color, what would you choose? Definitely blue. <laughs> not, blue. Because, not because it's my favorite color. Like uh, cobalt blue is my favorite color. Navy blue, mm-hmm. dark shades, but also light shades. Um, okay. Blue is the color of loneliness sadness but also peace and um quietness calmness mm. it has perfect balance in in good emotions and bad emotions i think all colors do but this one is the one i relate the most with and um i can practically use as a reference mm. there were times where i just sketched with uh, a blue colored pencil and uh, pressed the pencil on top, and I just left it there. But I haven't posted a drawing like this. Okay, but I can see what you mean because in um, in tarot uh, you have the water and you have the skies, and the blue symbolizes hope. And also, really? yeah, and when you have blue, like if you think about, for example, the water, the water is so strong it could like you know, as you know, as you study the ocean, but like <laughs> it's 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 quite amazing because it it's it's so strong, but it's also resistant. Like when it comes, when there's obstacles, it moves around it. Mm-hmm. Like it is affected, and the water can be heated, and it can boil, and it can be yeah. frozen. And of course, it can. And when it comes to your water as emotion it really do flows and when you then have that as your art style or, or you will say that that uh, color could represent or describe your art style i can see that when we talked about your pictures because there was a lot of emotion and there was a lot of emotions that were both very loving and nice but also like a bit maybe darker because in the water we have the pretty pretty like blue light blue ocean and then we have like the absolute dark almost pitch black yeah the ocean's so vast and deep and you don't know what's in it and also Mm -hmm. the blue because the sky reflects on it Mm. there's a lot of meanings and reasons behind that yeah make a whole new discussion for this We could, but like, so I think it's amazing. I, like, I know that the water itself isn't like blue. Like, I know it's clear. Like, I that I know, but I mean, like, in like, I think it's. It, I, I really, when you said that, I could see your art. So I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're going to like 
how like we will finish the podcast around now but i want to ask you some question and how like maybe there are new listeners here that haven't that isn't familiar with your art before welcome (laughs) welcome and uh, could you just like maybe if you want to like explain to them who you are as an artist and um like just give a final message to those that are new to your art and also those that have been following you for a long time so do you have a message for them um welcome to the wagon i guess (laughs) i um i'm chaos (laughs) and uh you can take whatever you want from me in terms of the feelings I want to give to you. <laughs> it's uh, I I'd like to I'd like people to feel something from it if I can. So um, anything else can be uh, portrayed by how, by how people view it. So they can just see it for themselves once they see my page, I guess, because that's the closest they can get to me. Yeah. But I love that. And thank you so much for this episode. I thank you for the invitation. It was so I... lovely and fun. And thank you for the amazing questions. You're so I... great. And I hope you keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank I you. We'll see it. Thank you so much. And I, this was like, I don't know, but when like working like up to this recording with you i just i have felt so excited like i was i have been looking for this moment as if i have known you before oh my god thank you like like not that i know you like that like it it something felt like i don't know it's hard to explain but uh, oh, I, I understand i understand and i feel the same with you too like the vibes were just great <laughs> yeah so i'm thankful and hopefully i have found myself an army friend for a very long time <laughs> me too me too so i will say goodbye now and you will have an amazing day week and for all of those who are listening i hope you have a great great time wherever you are and uh I will be back very soon with a new episode. And uh, yeah, thank you, EU. <laughs> thank you. I thank you again. And uh, I hope my answers were not uh, terrible, maybe. <laughs> no, they were amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you like, again. M- my questions are just like the absolute basic. And then we have your... Come on. I, I had to think in order to answer. Yeah, of course. But I mean, like, without without your answers, they would just be questions. Well, questions are there to be answered, aren't they? They are. (laughs) But on that note, goodbye and have a lovely time. You too, sweetie. Have a lovely evening because it's dark dark here. Um, So I hope to uh, keep talking with you. And uh... me too. I will DM. We we will like honestly. We will we will probably be in each other's DMs after this. And, oh yeah, of course we will. <laughs> and the days to come, so we will see each other soon. But, oh, by the uh, way, how should I call you? Should I call you just uh, Noria? You said. Hmm. That's yes. 
that's your name yeah my well if you want to like you could like one time i was going to introduce my name in the podcast and i like in swedish it is norea but i norea but i got like i I don't know because i like said it incorrectly so i was like norea so it was (laughs) so strange so i don't think like anyone actually understands what i'm what my name is but it is norea well, if it helps, uh, Oreas get without the the end at the beginning mm-hmm. means nice in Greek. So it does. You're nice. <laughs> oh, I know that it means like a light. I think in I don't know if it's Persian. Oh, I Persian. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so that's well. I am nice, even though I might seem crazy. I am very nice. <laughs> well, you are very nice. I can confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, goodbye and uh, goodbye all of those who are listening. Have a great time. Thank you. Thank you so much for that again. And I hope whoever's listening, whoever listens to it had a great time too. So yeah. uh, good night from me. Good night. Take care. Bye. Bye.